0: Welcome to the show where three friends rate, debate, and investigate the films you'll love to see and hate to see. This is You'll Love to See It. Welcome back to another episode of You Love to See It. How do you guys doing? Do you do think I could hear that? I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Whispering. A, We're turning
1: into an ASMR podcast sweet, now. Big pivot. Nothings.
0: Are th- is those real? Are there real ASMR? Oh, what do you mean? But Like a podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? Is that a
2: podcast? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, well, if it's not, we should really corner the market.
0: We could. We could. I, we could make some good market. money in that. Well, it's nice to be back. This is our uh, first episode recording in a few weeks for us, uh, and uh, we got some exciting stuff to talk about today. Wow, this vision of watch—just <laughs> uh, the view I'm getting right now is beautiful. You're really taking this ASMR thing uh, all the way, aren't you?
2: <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon, and you'll get to see Eric making these. We're gonna—we're uh, actually starting history. a new
0: documentary series. Uh, Eric breathes. Uh, it's about a- Eric uh, ASMR. The, but only ASMR he can make with his body. Well, that's You, a mean, lot you of can options. make a lot, lot yeah. of ASMR other than breathing. That's true, that's true. All right, well, we were uh thinking of a question and we got our, you know, first question of the episode type uh type thing to do. So, uh Eric, you want to pop us the question, what? pop the cork.
1: In honor. What? <laughs> what? In honor of first <laughs> pop cow. The cork. Pop the cork. <laughs> That's an expression.
3: <laughs> You've never heard that expression.
2: Uh, not, yes, but not in the not in the.
3: <laughs> okay, first of all, pop the question is, is, is a proposal.
2: No, I didn't say pop the question. You said pop the question, then pop the cork. <laughs> Neither of those are related no, pop, to what we're doing right no, now. Nothing but like popping
0: the what cork. What
1: do you mean? I'm no, yeah, pop he, 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 the cork is celebrating. No, it's I'm not- I'm celebrating this question.
0: <laughs> he, that's true. That's true. He is. He is celebrating this question. All right, go ahead.
1: Okay, in honor of the best movie of the year, that has not come out yet. First cow. And in honor of the, our first Cronenberg movie in our marathon that we will talk about shortly, The Fly, what is your favorite movie animal? Zach, do you want to go first or last? Oh, or Should I, I guess go guess first? I'll just go, go first.
0: I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, I'll just. <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even look at what's going on. <laughs> Hold on. <give> me- <laughs> <laughs> not even gonna talk about that.
1: Um, okay. Um, if you search up pop no, urban dictionary, not, I would suggest not doing do not, that We're gonna have to cut. This.
0: <laughs> no, we're not cutting this. Uh, we're we're a right. comedy pop. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with um. I was thinking this a little bit before. I see. I wait, think,
1: wait. What's your what's your prediction for mine?
0: Oh, so one of the ones.
1: Actually. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, sure? Go. Go.
3: <laughs> one of the
0: ones I was thinking on because I was looking at a list because I'm dumb and I couldn't figure out anything. Um, as I saw something about the cat from uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Um, I didn't know if that was possibly one of your choices. I'll tell you what, on the way over here, I was, I was like, it's going to be Paddington. And then I realized, does he count as an animal?
1: I'm offended that you he's would say that he's a bear. What do you mean? No, but
0: he's a stuffed bear.
1: No, he's no, not. He's a, he's a live no. Andean bear from the wilderness. <laughs> I thought he was a... What like, do you mean? I thought he, like... I didn't see I'm the first frankly, one. I'm frankly really no, no, disappointed. No, no, I, I
0: only saw the first one. Isn't You he- saw the
1: second one, not the
2: first
0: one. No, I, I mean, I only saw... That's my point. <laughs> I only saw the first one. Do you think he, one.
1: like, came to life in the first movie? Isn't no. the very first scene in, this, in the movie him like get eating orange like eating orange marmalade in the jungle yeah, with his, but with his thought, aunt and uncle. I thought maybe like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I thought like I thought maybe he came to life but he was like he was a bear. No, are you don't insult like, bear intelligence? I'm not insulting bears. All I'm saying is I ursine didn't know if he
1: found Ur-Sine? Him. ursine rights matter.
0: All right, all right. My favorite animal <laughs> just I I went back, you know, I just couldn't think of really many and I thought started thinking about movies I watched as a kid that I watched it repeatedly. Um, and it was from my, <laughs> one of my favorite books as a kid, too. And I'm going to go with the pig, Wilbur, from Charlotte's Aww. Web. Uh, it was a great... I don't know if I should say the spider th- instead, but uh, I was thinking about that, too. What, what was the offhand there? You don't like Charlotte's Web, or is that just a bad answer? Answer. N-
2: there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with I'm Wilbur. putting you on the spot. What, the
0: f- what do you got against Wilbur? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: nothing. I'm, not, what? I'm, not <laughs> 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 I'm nothing against Wilbur. I'm nothing against Wilbur. Excellent choice.
0: Thank you. You know what? I'm sorry. I was thinking about two kids' movies, about things, movies I enjoyed, which is a sad-ass movie, by the way. Uh, And I thought about Wilbur, and I thought he was a sweet pig. Um, Do you think that was a real pig? Well, like, I I know. All right. We're going to have to have some animal (laughs) education. I know. No, no. Was that movie CGI? Have you guys seen that movie?
1: I have. I don't remember any of it. I don't remember any of it either.
0: I mean, like, I remember it but i don't remember <laughs> like i can't envision it right now anyways i'm gonna go with wilbur one of my favorite books as a kid all right you guys can get on. okay to the
1: more okay yeah yeah things. eric first no, no. was
2: was zach right in his prediction
1: it was one of it was yeah it was it was it was it was, it was i would i would probably say that it was in the mix <laughs> you know it was all swimming you know there's there's um the cat from inside lewin davis um there's yeah sure fucking Patty, Paddington yeah we'll put him on there. I <laughs> have to cut that out. No, freaking here I'll i make a pause. Freaking Paddington. <laughs> See now now you can like splice that in. Okay, freaking Paddington. All the guinea pigs in G-force. Um, oh. Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: What? You are judging me for Wilbur, and you're bringing out the fucking <laughs> hamsters? I didn't judge you for that one. Was... Yeah, he g that. They're not
2: hamsters, they're
0: okay, gerbils. Okay, okay,
1: but...
2: I... <laughs> Is there a difference?
1: No, they're guinea pigs, they're guinea pigs. Oh, what are you talking about? They're,
2: they're not gerbils, they're <laughs> guinea pigs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Can all
0: right. you what,
1: imagine what? a movie with the gerbils? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Eric. You... Okay,
1: okay, okay. Mordecai from the Royal Tendon Bombs. But there's the clear answer is just Maximus from Popstar. That's it.
0: Maximus from Pop. I, as someone who's never been graced by Pop- Popstar, what was that is- your
1: was that your one Caleb? Did I get them? I, I tried to list a lot.
2: No, you didn't get any of them.
1: Ground the pokes of Tony Phil from Groundhog yeah! Day. Yes! <laughs> yes!
3: Yes! Oh, I love that you just ruined his day. Well, I
2: officially have no purpose being here.
0: Was that the answer actually?
2: Yeah, I was I was <laughs> I was gonna go like this. I was just say uh honorable mention Caesar from the uh, from the apes trilogy, cause man, mm. make you he makes you feel like you're you're following a human. Very, it, which is which is really cool how they how they manage that.
1: Did you know scientifically is that from the, apes should not be able to speak? Wait, I don't I have, know about have this a question. whole like talking the, apes thing. Is that
2: did they
0: remake Yeah. So those are it's like a do you do you like the newer ones better or the older ones? I've only seen they're this recent pretty good. trilogy. The recent trilogy, okay. But
3: it's
2: uh, it's pretty, only pretty I Only knows I remember seeing the good.
0: trailer with Woody Harrelson like fighting a bunch of monkeys and whatever. Oh, I guess they're apes. I I don't know anything <laughs> about animals.
3: <laughs> I'm so bad.
2: All right. Um so that was gonna be an honorable mention. Another one, uh, in the pop star vein, I was gonna say the wolves. And Popstar. <laughs> um Seal yeah, from Popstar. They... The Seal
1: from Popstar.
2: And of course the the Queen Bee from Popstar. Um <laughs> another legendary animal. I should
0: have said the bee from the bee movie.
2: That silence was not edited in. <laughs> um, but of course, the objective answer is Puxitani Phil from Groundhog Day. The groundhog at the steering wheel is one of the most iconic images in cinematic history.
0: Cinematic history. That's, I don't know about that.
1: What's the rule? Zach, that, what's the rule on swearing on this on Anchor? What's our official no, 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 terms and conditions? No, no, no.
0: Actually, I, I mean, we, the, our podcast is actually labeled as an explicit. Oh,
1: really? Date. Shit. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, I like to think we're a we, family we, podcast. We
0: should limit it, but it is it is we are an exclusive. You know, we, okay, podcast. I'd say
1: we get one F-word per podcast, and I've already taken it, huh?
0: <laughs> so one per person or just one per show?
1: One per show. That's gonna All turn right. into everyone <laughs> <we're gonna> introducing <laughs> themselves. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Eric's gonna end the podcast one time with the last his last word being that. Alright, well now that, talked, what, that is is that? now that we've talked about now that we talked about our favorite <laughs> animals. Uh Speaking of which, wait, actually, recent in the recent thing, the uh the, the Groundhog's Day uh Super Bowl commercial. Pretty 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 great.
2: Groundhog Day Super Bowl commercial. Easily the best. Easily no. the best. No. Of what what's the, the best? Baby
1: Peanut. Uh,
2: b- that Baby Peanut was terrible.
0: Baby, oh my,
1: nobody's okay. talking about no, Baby no, Nut. No, okay. Baby, okay, Baby Nut is I, dead. that night I went home.
0: And you you looked up Baby Nut?
1: Yeah, I watched the live stream. <laughs> I watched <laughs> I found Baby Nut on Twitter. Baby, And I watched the live stream of Baby Nut reading a book and doing some dabs and hitting the whoa, like like dabbing. Not.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Eric, for that commentary for over
1: twenty minutes. I was just it's it's actually if you if you go search it up, it's mesmerizing.
0: So is Baby Nut better than Baby Yoda?
1: Oh, easily. I hate Baby Yoda.
2: Yeah, I would say Baby Nut is better than Baby Yoda. What
0: about Baby Groot? From uh... better than Baby Groot. What
2: about that's close?
1: What that's about, than a baby? Better than a baby. <laughs> wow. Okay. Would wow. you have
0: a baby nut instead of a baby? <laughs> I don't know why that question made me laugh so much, but if you could choose, would you have a baby nut? Like <laughs> <laughs> To raise <laughs> as my own?
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the like what what the care instructions are. <laughs> I mean, like you call it a baby nut, but like people have like puppies do and do stuff. You it's you sort think... of the same thing. Yeah, it's like a peanut. Do you but...
0: think when baby nuts breastfeed, they
2: drink almond milk? <laughs> I'm... Oh my
1: god. <laughs> <What is
3: that? laughs>
2: Zach, I think they must. <laughs> is there nut milk?
1: Yeah, of course. No, you like, just like, n- like, stated no, almond milk. No, 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 no. Like,
0: like peanut milk. Well
1: peanuts aren't nuts, so.
0: That's true, they're legumes. <laughs> I, I know my nuts better than I know my animals.
2: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I appreciate all this nut education <laughs> I'm I'm receiving tonight. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Well, it is tonight, by the way. Speaking about nuts. <laughs> about, speaking about nuts. Um, audition
1: is nuts. <laughs>
0: there we audition, go. Perfect
2: yeah. tie-in. We're gonna be talking about audition tonight.
0: No. Should have made me watch it. I would have watched it. That can be the first episode about uh, you force someone to watch the movie.
1: Oh. Okay, but I don't want. Okay, I don't want audition to be forced upon someone because they need to. They need to be like <laughs> not, to, not expecting. I have to
0: want to watch it.
1: No, you don't even need to want. I don't. I don't know if you can want. You can want to watch it. You need to not know about it. You need to forget. Do need you to, think
0: like, I would like the audition?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering you're, you're seeing your reaction in the fly, I really like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you rated it today five-star, right? Yeah. Or did First I spl- one did in a long, spoil? long, did long, long, long time. What did you rate it, Kale? You, have you not given one yet? Would you like to TBD? A, a, oh, a TBD. Okay, so no sneak peek It's, it's sort of unrateable
2: unrateable It's tough. It's uh, it's it's tough. It's it's different. It's special
1: yet formally masterful.
2: All right. Well, in other
0: news, uh, we wanted to just go- kind of catch up over things that have happened over the last few months. I mean, we would, we paid so much attention to the Oscars, and before that, we hadn't recorded an episode since. Mid December, I so, think I won our Oscar predictions uh, right with the with the not, Irishman sweeping. Did, <laughs> not, did, did no. Irishman win any awards? It did it win?
2: I think it won zero. For it ten. won actually zero awards.
0: That's pretty crazy. Did um did Once Upon a Time win no. any awards besides I know Brad Pitt? It won uh, a production
1: design, so it won two for however many. Wow.
0: So, if you don't know by now, uh, Parasite, <clears throat> the movie that. Woo, woo um i think I, I honestly think if, if anyone i was the closest to getting these right i think we became eric and i because we both
3: there's only what? three of
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> if it <there's> anyone, <laughs> it was not <laughs> But well, the reason I'm saying that, I don't mean it. the reason I'm saying that is because Eric and I picked Parasite well, for actually, some of them we own. I
1: wasn't I didn't think I was like very close at all because I, I just put Parasite for want in all of them and just didn't. That's it, fair. It
0: didn't. That's fair. That's fair. I I, I guess I more so would <laughs> put it for want as well. Um but I was I was optimistic. I was not that optimistic. I definitely did not expect Okay, well, I guess we should say it now if, if you haven't seen it. Uh, Parasite Walked Away with... Uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs>
1: with, Sorry, with, uh, if you haven't seen the Oscars yet, they, and you're still they trying wa- to catch up. <laughs> if, it's, if it's on your DVR, you haven't watched it.
0: Um, it won Best Foreign Film, or I guess International. Wait, is,
1: uh, do they
0: call it International Film now? Is that changed? Yeah, I think,
1: I think so. it won
0: Best International Film, which I, I have an issue with that, only in the term... Okay, I don't have an issue with it. I think I'm going to say that... <laughs> The fact that it like even though we didn't know this, the fact that it won Best Picture, I felt like that it shouldn't win Best for, like foreign film or international film, but like that's I guess that's unfair. I mean, logically I you you
2: can't really yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. get yeah. around that. I just thought it would be cool to highlight another different foreign Pain and Glory eraser is um, real, but anyways, it won Best uh, International Film. It won uh, best, best Director, Best Director, uh, best, best Screenplay, plan. Original Screenplay. Yeah. Um, which I definitely didn't think it was going to win that category at yeah. all. I really thought, and I was reading a bunch of sites. I was really confident that Once Upon a Time, time. was going to win. That was crazy to me. And even Best Directing, like I, I knew it was within the realm, but I, I, you know what I'm saying. Like this was most likely Tarantino's last big film. I mean, not last big film. He's like making one oh, he's going to win.
1: He's going to win for his last film for He's sure.
0: Making one more apparently. You know, but you know, you had Martin Scorsese nominated, so you're like, that's two big act or directors. And Bong Joon-ho just comes in and...
1: Well, Bong Joon-ho was already favorited as, like, the second favorite.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Over over uh, Martin Scorsese? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And um, he was
1: easily also the, the second well, favorite for the best picture. to be honest, I and like I
0: know you wonderful. won't agree whatsoever, but I just think in terms of hype, I think that 1917 made such a last-minute push that Sam Mendes was in the conversation. Deservedly or not deservably, I won't say, but, like...
1: Oh, I'll say I'll say not
0: deservedly, but yeah. <laughs> Either sure. way, he, he, yeah. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so best directing, best Virtual screenplay, best international film, and most importantly, uh, best, best picture. Best picture. That one was crazy. I mean, I was very certain it was going to go nineteen seventeen, and I and I agree wholeheartedly that Parasite deserves it. But, uh-huh. It was in my pick for what I wanted to. <laughs> What's funny is it, it's weird because it's not my number one movie of the year, and I have to justify that, and I don't know how because I also think it's the movie of the year. So it like. I, it's it's hard because I'm like I like almost think of it outside of the realm like outside of just like what it means to me. I think about the success of the film, and I know that shouldn't matter, I guess, but I just thought
1: it has a symbolic. Yeah, plug yeah right I just to thought
0: like yeah. if the, if you have to, like cause yes, movie of the year is better than like what was the best film I personally connected with. You know, best film I connected with. With Light of My Life. Is that going to win Best Picture? No. Should it have? That's a different question. But uh, oh, no. Parasite <laughs> definitely deserved to be
2: movie
3: of the year.
0: Hey, why are you hating on Light of My I'm Life? I'm not hating
1: on Light of My Life. I'm just saying Dude, Parasite. Dude, I've
0: probably watched Casey Affleck like a million times just because I've watched Interstellar a million times. For like 10th time the other night. And I always see Casey Affleck. Small role. He is in that, in that, that movie. movie. He is in that movie. It's pretty good in that movie. He's Limited. also in a ghost story. I have to watch the ghost story. Uh, the ghost story. A ghost story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I say it cor- uh, correctly, finally.
1: Corongly. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Why are we hating on me today? All right. Come on. We're all team here.
2: So we're going to be uh, starting a David Cronenberg. Retrospective.
0: Are we gonna get? Right? We're not gonna. we want to get right well, into we the. Well, we can fly? just like talk about. All right, what's all right happening. that's fair. I mean, that's fair. I think we we should give talk the about viewers it. You wanna, what they wanna, want. Wanna, yeah, Eric, let just let them know what they're getting. Eric, into. this was really your idea. So do you want
1: to yeah. kind of talk um, about a little bit what we're doing? I guess I just do. took some inspiration from seeing some other podcasts, and it's sort of a. It's like you know, January through March. Not not the strongest movie season. Yeah. Especially as like, it's still a lot of the early festivals happening, um, Berlinale. I totally just butchered that. And like Sundance just happened. We're gonna need to wait a while to see some of those movies. Probably, Um, like Sundance happening. When is Sundance? Sundance was over. Oh, Uh, yeah. Sundance was end of January.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. Berlin starts
1: this week, and, but yeah. Uh, So we decided to do a retrospective, and someone we all just decided that we wanted to see more movies from is David Cronenberg. So we have a couple films we're thinking of, but we watched The Fly this week. And then some other movies we're thinking of were The Brood, Dead Ringers, Crash, Videodrome, Um, Existenz. Existence? It's Exist Existence. Oh <laughs> um, my god. Eastern Promises, Cosmopolis. Yeah, just some stuff to think about. I don't know if it's super set yet, but yeah. Well, we're gonna try it out. I think um My goal know. is to throw up while watching one of these movies, and that That's fly was disappointing in that not regard. My goal.
0: Um, I don't know about you, dude. I almost threw up. I mean, we're going to talk about that, but that was, I don't know if I can handle it getting more. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be cool. Uh, you know, we, we, it's not always, we're not always gonna be seeing movies all the time, nor do we have the time to be seeing movies all the like, uh, new movies in theaters. So we wanted to do a segment and it's not going to be every week. Uh, you know, it'll come and go, but it'll, it'll be recurring. And eventually after a few movies, maybe after we feel like we've talked about the director enough, uh we'll switch it over you know we'll do maybe a different director maybe a different genre or um, like yeah you know we're just testing the field you know this is what well, we're only like 10 we're less than we haven't even done 10 episodes yet i think this is our ninth or 10th maybe so this is you know it's, we're testing stuff out but uh yeah i mean we're gonna talk about the fly i think for like what maybe the last 30 minutes you say
3: yeah ish. yeah
0: um but yeah, no. I, I, Caleb, you have anything to say or? It flew. <laughs> it did flew. It did flew. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Um, what else happened recently? Um, what what have we missed uh, in the in the cinema world? Uh, it's been so. We, the last time we recorded was obviously Oscars. We didn't really pay attention to what else was going on. Uh, we I watched some movies with you, Eric, over yeah. winter break. Uh, we didn't talk about that last podcast. We watched two Martin Scorsese films. We watched, yeah, um, we watched *Goodfellas* and *The Departed*. And and Goodfellas. De- would, you, would you, like more? Which one did you like more?
1: *The Departed*. I did as I'm well. Fan of *The Departed*.
0: I like *Goodfellas*. It was <clears throat> except that laugh. Oh my god! You remember? Oh, oh <laughs> um, yeah. What's his name? Uh,
3: oh, I'm oh probably my gonna gosh. get a uh, It this. starts with
0: an R. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta.
3: Yeah. His
0: laugh, man, in *Goodfellas*. I don't know if he's like that in every movie, but dang. Have you seen *Goodfellas*, Gail? No. Have you seen? Did you see *The Departed*? No, oh, okay. I, I thought maybe you would have. Like, you seemed like a really Martin Scorsese fan. I I thought maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Yikes!
0: Are you not Martin Scorsese? You're not a big Martin Scorsese fan, you know.
2: I'm For not all the
1: Mateens s- out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll let I'll let my my good friend Mateen come on if we're gonna mm-hmm. talk Martin Scorsese, but. You know, from what I've seen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Maybe I am not gonna go, go on public record yeah. and bash Martin Scorsese. Although oh, Martin Scorsese you could the work for him man one day. Ever.
0: You could work for him one day. You never know.
2: Yeah, I'm not I'm not yeah. about to to bash Scorsese on air. Also, I'm a big fan. The more you
1: watch Scorsese, the better he is. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Yeah.
2: You think so?
0: I I, sure. I, I like the Departed a lot. I like all I like all his um, movies. Um
1: and he's such a nice man in all his interviews.
0: That's good. He seemed really. He seemed really like. I mean, obviously, he wasn't like happy, but he seemed cool about losing to parasite.
1: I mean, but I you mean, you know, getting a be... congrat like Bong Joon Ho's speech to uh, Martin Scorsese was probably better than the Oscar for him. I, I probably, yeah, probably not, but in my mind, I like to think that. You like
0: to think that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We watched. Uh, we. What else did we see? We saw. Um, what did we, we watch? Saw Honeyland. That was good. I liked it. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. That should have been my favorite uh, animal: the bees from Honeyland. <laughs> <laughs> um. And or the lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. RIP. Um. What did we go to the movie and see? We saw. What was the end of the film? Um. That was. We our...
1: saw the new Makoto Shinkai, "Weathering with You." Yeah. You want to talk and about that? We saw all, underwater. Or? Um. Yeah. "Weathering with You." I haven't seen "Your Name," which is probably pretty bad. That was another big one, right? Um, oh, yeah. Bad?
0: What do you mean bad? Like, oh, it's like, probably pretty embarrassing. Oh, 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 I thought you were saying it's a bad movie.
1: Weathering With You. Yeah, pretty film. It was good. Very pretty. Very, like, straightforward. Didn't like
0: the music. Uh, not gonna lie.
1: The music was very intense. It's a very melodramatic film. It's Maybe very, that's like,
0: typical of...
1: It was a really strange mix because it was so... <laughs> it was, like, strangely explicit. <laughs> like, there were all these, like, oh, little yeah, teenagers, yeah. but then it would get really sexual for, like, Dude, two minutes for, like, the every first, half an okay, hour. Caleb, well,
0: did he tell you about this? We literally... What was the, what was the big one? Like, we walked uh, it was in... Liter- and or like we're in the in the movie for the first like ten minutes yeah, watching he, the film. He walks.
1: This kid is like a teenager, and he walks into the room. And the first thing this woman says like, "Why are you staring at my boobs?" Yeah. And, like literally, like this is a film that looks like it, like it, like I, I I didn't know. Like I thought it was like gonna be like a Miyazaki where it's like all about like little children playing in the like the environment with some like dragons and shit. Yeah, there like were that. some oddly. There were some. <laughs> but o- it was like oddly sexual oddly for a lot of the movie.
0: Yeah, I I did not understand that, and I was like, I remember turning to Eric and I was like is this typical of animes? I've never really watched many. And he's like, no. He's like, it's interesting. This has been an odd collection.
2: Well, listeners, if you were looking for an oddly sexual movie... No, Eric. Dude, no. Why? No. You, what, no one likes that. Dude. No. That's such a terrible. I actually thing.
1: talked to someone today who said they liked it. So. Well, it's
2: not good. It's not good. It's just objectively. You know, not I think good. you
1: have to uh, talk about shorts different than.
2: <laughs> it's just not okay. What no. David Lynch feature Mulholland Drive is not good. Okay. Similarly, oh, not. no. Similarly, David Lynch short. What did Jack do? Is we could we should
0: have, we should have done a David Lynch uh, segment. No,
1: <laughs> Hey, come on. You can, you can make that. You can make that the movie that I that I'm forced to You're watch. You're forced to watch the Beatles <laughs> in the Jack beginning do? of Blue Velvet.
2: Are you no. still
0: on animals?
1: <laughs> I'm, my mind's racing. Animals, animals, animals are great.
3: Animal the food fish is like in food. Uncut
0: the gems. fish uncut. No! Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Actually, <laughs> that's so
1: good. Oh, my fish, my fish.
0: Fish. <laughs> that was actually a sad moment where, like, I poured the yeah. lean into the. uh
1: Oh, I thought that was like Powerade.
0: No, we just ta- remember we talked. We talked about this last time. <laughs> it's a drug. It was definitely not lean. I mean, it was definitely not Powerade. <laughs> it
1: looked like Powerade. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Um, I think it was a little dark for Powerade. Yeah, that's
0: definitely
1: not. (gasps) Oh, the monsters and underwater, which we watched with Kristen Stewart.
0: Um, what other movies have come out recently? Uh, we we Portrait just got its
2: wide release last week. I'm excited. I'm gonna watch it next,
0: going next weekend to see it here in town. Um, I know that obviously, uh, there's been a few releases. They're not super major by any means, but I know, uh, Birds of Prey and the Sonic the Hedgehog. Fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn which is interesting. I think you guys Although I've
1: seen really good reviews for it.
0: Really? I've I've not seen I mean it's it's rated higher higher, obviously, but uh I, what's funny to me is the name change that happened. They changed it from Birds yeah. of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn to just Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Um which fits way better. I thought the name was so annoying. I do not like it. Like, I get that. I mean,
1: it's sort of, it's sort of just the I, theme
0: of the movie. Well, yeah, but... Like,
1: over-the-top, It's not even...
0: It's just so unpractical. It's so unpractical that it, it really hurt them in advertising. Like, I, I really think if they would have marketed it as Harley Quinn...
2: Well, that's why they made the change.
0: Yeah, yeah well, I'm just saying, why... Who... who
2: come on. The, these guys get
0: paid hundreds and thousands of dollars to yeah, advertise no, I mean, this movie. I, I'm and, not going
2: like, to get mad at, you know... Oh, so many uh artistic decisions are <laughs> commercialized. Are commercialized, and so like, and I'm I don't want to get okay. mad at a studio for letting not letting the artistic vision. I just think it's a dumb name. The, it's a dumb name. Business.
0: It's a dumb name. It's it was long. It's unnecessary, and no one wants to say the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley. No, they'll Quinn. just say
1: Birds of Prey. That's why there's a colon.
0: Yeah, but just call it Birds of Prey, or Harley Quinn, or like. Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn.
2: Well, they're not gonna call it Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn. All right. That, that, that All right. we need the yeah. fantastic we'll, we'll, emancipation.
0: We'll agree to disagree on this one. Um it's rated at three five on Letterbox, which is yeah. I'm gonna guess much higher than it is uh than Suicide Squad is. Yeah. So uh
1: Oscar winning film Suicide Squad. It
0: would well I know I just know that it didn't do well at the box office. Which it didn't do
1: terrible, but I Uh, mean, something weird must have happened with the marketing. I don't think I I saw the ad very many, like not like name aside. I don't. I no,
0: I saw so many ads. Really,
1: I I feel like I barely saw posters.
0: I always saw ads, but they were never. You never knew it was a Harley Quinn movie. At least that's what I thought. Like she was in the trailer for sure, but like I don't know. And also, to be honest, it didn't look that great. Like it really didn't look amazing. Um, Other movies (laughs) that have come out. Is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog at a 2.9 right now? No, Sonic the Hedgehog just had a, like uh, the
1: highest ever opening weekend game movie. Like,
0: I mean, the I'm office, surprised. So. The, the reality is most game movies have been god-awful. But they've gotten a little bit better, I hesitate to say. Like, some of them more recently And they've have reached gone, their okay. pinnacle with
1: Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah.
0: What was the last <laughs> game movie that came out that was actually the pretty Detective good? The Pikachu? Yeah, you know what? That was pretty good. Yeah. I think that must be sitting at I'm a down low 3-something on Letterboxd, I would guess. Maybe like a 3.2. Um, it was pretty solid. I actually really liked it. But it also just fit because it was, like, Ryan Reynolds and, like, his type of humor and stuff. It was really yeah. good, though. I really enjoyed it. Also, I think the reason Pokemon was so successful was because so many people wanted to see the game that they had played, at least, you know, like, our age. Like, you know, we grew up playing Pokemon. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, it's like you always wonder what the world would look like. And it was kind of cool. I really liked it. It was it was super good, actually. That was a while back. But, uh, other than that, I know the, there was a – I'm I I'm I'm sad because as a huge Matthew McConaughey fan, I still haven't seen his new movie. Um, it didn't look amazing, but I still should probably go Which watch one? it. The one that just came out. The Gentleman? Yes, The Gentleman. Mm, um, the
3: Guy
1: Ritchie movie?
0: Yeah, he's in it. Um, I don't know how good it is. I'm not expecting too much. Um, but I feel like I'm obligated to watch it, being uh, the – Matthew McConaughey fan that I am so I will probably be going to watch that sometime soon um yeah what else what else is
2: going on Caleb you got got anything
1: Dr. Caligari
2: (laughs) yeah um as you know it's the 100th anniversary of the cabinet (laughs) of Dr. Caligari so if you haven't watched that I would recommend checking it out um (laughs) it's a, a classic of German expressionist cinema Not much more needs to be said about that. Uh, Just going back a little, I guess. uh, Over my winter break, a few highlights. Zodiac. I saw 1917. um, Little Women, Burning, which has turned out to be my my favorite movie of 2018 now, Burning. Now that I've seen it. I don't know if I've seen it.
1: It's Korean.
0: Okay. Oh, no, no. I, I added that to my watch list. It looks
2: really good. Um, the Coen Brothers, A Serious Man, uh, Squid and the Whale, another Noah Baumbach. Uh one of his earlier efforts, but I still found myself enjoying it greatly. Uh, those were the highlights of my winter break, and since then, I rewatched Before Sunset, and that has easily been my, uh, or that when did is- you watch it? Uh, last Thursday I want to say, yeah. Friday, Thursday or Friday. Is it good? Oh yeah, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it it is now my favorite in the trilogy, for the for the time being.
0: Wait wait wait. What is what is there's what are the three? There's before sunrise, sunset, midnight. And you like sunset? Um, it's your favorite. I still haven't watched them. Eric told Just me. Eric Eric's advice was uh, and I quote: it was like. Wait until you miss them, to watch them. Don't just like watch back to back to back. And uh, it's been like three months, so maybe I should now finally sit down and watch it. I do miss them. I haven't, uh, I haven't, I haven't seen that in a while. Maybe I should watch it sometime soon. Maybe I'll do have to do that sometime this should. week. Take the take the time. I really want to watch them both because I feel like it's a trilogy. I should get to. Thank you. What a oh, walls. Speaking of oh, rewatching gosh. movies, I just rewatched a fan's happiness movie. Oh, which one was uh, that? Well, I watched the Did It was not. Um <laughs> I watched Interstellar for the eighteenth time last night. But I uh also or the other night. I also rewatched uh Eternal Sunshine again. Still a great movie.
1: I love to
3: see
0: it. Hasn't gotten any worse. Don't think it will. It's a great movie. It was actually even better the second time, actually. That was the second time I seen it and I thought it was uh I like, I knew what was gonna happen, but I even like paid more attention to like I don't know, I just felt like I was into it a little bit more, and I, I really liked it. Uh, I had actually forgotten the whole, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm going to, the whole uh, side plot that she...
1: The Mark Ruffalo, yeah, yeah, Elijah yeah. Wood subplot? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. um And I always, and I always forgot, and I forgot how the, the, the beginning of the movie is actually the ending of the movie. Um, spoilers. <laughs> I just said it. um But... <laughs>
3: it's, uh, no, I said spoilers before I said spoilers before So
0: it's a little <sighs> Wow Yeah, I know but To be fair, technically isn't the movie spoiling the ending for you?
2: No No <laughs> No, no they... not at all <laughs> no. <laughs> But they show it and in the you. beginning you, you spoiled the ending Just now
0: I can like beep it out You know those things like uh, on TV shows when they like Like they yeah. cuss They can just like Beep You can just just
1: reverse it so it's all spoken backwards so like only Caleb can understand (laughs) (laughs) Caleb,
0: do you think you – there's no – I don't think you could understand the podcast if we reversed it for you. Can you understand – Can you understand – so if you don't know, uh, just so you can uh, uh, dox uh, one Caleb uh, if you want to find out where he lives and everything. uh, And this fact will help you determine where (laughs) I live. Something that is on his uh, medical profile is the fact that he can uh, talk backwards. Um, but, you know, it must be very lonely because <laughs> there's no one to talk backwards. I am backwards. very lonely, Zach. <laughs> there's no one to now talk everyone with. knows. There's no one to talk backwards with, you know? Yeah. It's a struggle. It is. It is. Can you understand backwards?
2: Uh, I don't really have much to go
0: on in that Do you, <go> under- on <laughs> do you, do that you understand yourself? When <laughs> he's on? I mean, I know what I'm I, mean, I got a better you question. You can record yourself backwards a wait a couple days and listen to it. Do, do you think
2: backwards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if i want to i can that's weird do you walk backwards what else do you, what else do you do backwards i, I brush my teeth backwards <laughs> really, how does that <laughs> 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 your teeth brush you is how it's no, no 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 oh, i right. i brush my teeth but
1: it means, backwards. it means, it means, instead it, it means of starting, it means, it means if instead of starting left, he starts right, he goes. What? That's, <laughs> like, normally you brush your teeth starting this way. No, that's not like, a normally, thing. What the hell are the you circles, talking about? Like, normally the circles go counterclockwise, Caleb does a circle clockwise. Why is
0: there a certain clockwise of the brush?
1: Because you got to do circles so you don't, like, also, push you're... your gums in too much. No,
0: but you're right-handed, so what if I do it the other way? That's why it's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's backwards. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. All right. Well, I think it's about time we, we talk about I'm just about- going to
2: send one message in <laughs> in backwards. Uh so for, if, yeah, if anyone wants to, you know, I'm just going to say something super important right now uh, backwards and if you if you care to decipher it, you will receive a great reward. emit lala fo iwam si. tnall al that's a that's a very, um... I don't know what he just said. Oh, it, I know exactly what he it's said. It's a very important message. Wait, what? How do you know what he said?
1: The ending gave it away. Yes, the ending what?
2: does give it away. So, uh, listen to that, decipher it, yeah, and I'm you will receive and... a great reward. Also, before we get started, just one more thing. I have one more right, question right. go for go the go both ahead. of you. Zach, Eric, what are you guys doing this Monday night? Class.
0: Ah, Psych! Psych <laughs> psych Instead of going to class on Monday, uh, I know what Eric's doing because he's gonna be with us. Musical is at the ArcLight Hollywood. Wait, not now p- everyone's gonna know where we're at. Like, what if we get like overrun with people wanting our autographs? Tyler the Creator is gonna be at the ArcLight Hollywood, so I you know he or... might not be. But who was the guy that? We, who was the other guy that was there when we went? Tyler the Creator. No, no, no. Who was the other guy that was there? Tyler, the now it wasn't Tyler, the creator. who was the other guy. Oh, oh, um, Tyler, the creator. I hate you. Um, so, Why Monday night, in uh, two days, we are going to see the only... Sorry, I just my mouth.
2: The only... We're going to keep that in. The
0: only movie that the three of us have all rated
2: five stars. Uh, yep. As Eric said, it's Music Mondays at the Arclight Hollywood... Or actually, at many Arclight locations. The Arclight Hollywood. Uh, and this Monday... At the Arclight Hollywood, Sherman Oaks, and Culver City, they'll be playing La La Land. So if you want to come out and meet us (laughs) and see a tremendous film. We're down
0: to sign anything. We'll stay after, you know, so the fans can come and meet. (laughs) We're
1: down to sign it. The pop star scene in the
3: car. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly what I thought of it. I don't
0: even want to know. All right. Well, is there any other thing any other thing we should discuss before we move on to our the the juice of the of our, Watch the, audition of the podcast Watch audition. Um I watched I audition right and now. I Watch. would
1: love to rewatch audition right away, so I think everyone else should rewatch audition. It's what like a it's like a it's like a nice family melodrama where this it's about a man looking for love and he's holding some auditions and It's a great time. I don't know that is to say about it. I I just said some words about it but I
0: All right. It it's beyond words. And with that, let's fly to our next topic. And talk about Oh God. the first movie he in our segment. Words. Uh maybe have to play maybe I should play a little clip from the movie like right right here like just the Be afraid. Be very, be very afraid. afraid. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, Eric, do you uh want to say a few words about this movie? Uh maybe intro it uh yeah. As we uh, get into our first discussion,
1: yeah, The Fly is a David Cronenberg film, the one I think that really got him most of his notoriety um, about a man named Seth Brundle. Played um, by
0: played the wonderful.
1: By... I thought Eric was
2: doing this. Oh, wait.
1: <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> played by the one and only Jeff Goldblum, who has made a discovery that's gonna change the course of humankind. Wow. Yeah, wow he can teleport and stuff. I really almost swore there, but I took it back. And yeah, you only get one. The entire film is about Seth Brundle's budding relationship with um, Gina Davis's character named Veronica as they navigate name. their um, as they navigate and expand upon and improve on his scientific discovery until he can teleport living things. And when he decides to teleport himself, some stuff goes terribly wrong.
0: And what happens?
1: Well, let's just say a little bzzz bzz, bzz got into the buzz, buzz, buzz of the machine <laughs> while he was in there too. And you know, you know how when a machine just splices your DNA with another I've animal, and you just I've been there, get cancer and slowly. You get cancerous, like, tumorous, like, degeneration. <laughs> and... oh, wow, okay, terrible. let's redo this. <laughs> we try to be very relatable <laughs> to
2: our yeah, audience.
1: Yeah. Okay, he goes into the machine. He gets his DNA spliced with a fly. And the rest of the film is essentially him, him and his body mutating
0: into he uh, an ultimate fly. Brundlefly, I, I, actually Brundlefly. Don't, I
1: actually don't know because it sounded like in a, in a way he was getting fly like features, but it also just seemed like the, the like what? the act of splicing like had just like screwed up his DNA. No, and dude, it was... He
0: definitely turned into it. A... Did you not see the part where his head melted away and fly eyes were there? Like he turned into a fly, dude. I
2: don't. He had human legs. No, they
0: remember at the very end like you see the the new legs
2: pop out until the very end when no. <laughs> his new legs pop out. No, but what I'm saying is he turns into a fly. Yeah, I, that's what I am <laughs> I hate you.
0: He definitely turns into a fly. Like I understand like he like right? Like he definitely like remember when his head literally cracks apart and you have two the two like like eyes just like
1: poking out. Oh, I just thought those are like, weird eyes. I didn't recognize those. Because at that point, he had, also, he had also fused with the, like, machine. So he was, like, part metal at that point. No, no, before.
0: This was when, remember, his jaw fell, fell off. Before he gets in the machine as he's, like...
2: No, but doesn't... At the end, he gets fused with the other telepod?
0: I know, but before that...
2: <laughs> but, oh,
0: shut up. Before that, he definitely turns into a fly. I mean, it's supposed to be an infusion, but I... I, I thought it was I, I didn't know where it was going at first. I thought he was literally gonna turn into a fly and then it made it seem like he wasn't, but then he did. Like I, I swear he turned into like a literal fly. Cause I thought it was just gonna kill him just because of the fact that he like you know, he's got this DNA that just does not work with the human body. Like that's probably what realistically would happen. I don't know why we're talking <laughs> about realism well, here though. If we
1: wanted to talk about realistic, he probably would have turned into the final form as soon as he got out of the, the teleportation, because like his DNA has changed. That's true. I mean, his entire that's true. Essence has changed.
0: Yeah, it was kind of interesting how that worked. Um, but I mean, th- that's, really, I guess that's not like the. That's point. just the movie's choice. Yeah. That's not really. I don't really have a quarrel quarrel with that. So. A qualm. Uh, um. But yeah. So this guy, he's like this lonely, lonely, nerdy man, and Centric. he, uh, he, is dude. He actually looks really good in that movie. I, I he he was young. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Jeff Goldblum is not the fly. Yeah, the fly looked beautiful. <laughs> Uh, to switch towards the end. Um, but uh, how old was Jeff Goldblum? He ended up being pretty young in that movie. He was fourteen. He was in the eighties. <laughs> he was not fourteen, dude. <laughs> he was not fourteen. Um, but uh, yeah. Where do we want to start? Do we want just start at the beginning of the movie? Anything? He
2: was uh, 33, 34. What well, about just really? initial
0: reactions? God, okay, initial reactions. Uh, yuck. Uh, God, that movie. I I don't. I, Caleb, I just loved watching Caleb. Whenever the way as it got grosser and grosser, Caleb didn't look away. Like, I want to imitate for you, obviously, the viewers can't see, but I just saw this just, just a straight face look. Meanwhile, I'm over here, like, squeezing my eyes, <laughs> like, cringing, like, I can't do this. Um, like, in the first half of the movie, there was like one scene that was gross, and that was when that bamboo <laughs> played. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh, here we go. Zach, leave the animals to us. <laughs>
0: wait, wait. Uh, the baboon gets turned inside out and it's still moving, which I thought was disgusting. But, like, that wasn't too bad. That was just gory. I think I was so – I mean, I guess it's so hard to describe without showing it and, like, seeing the movie. But the the cosmetics they do – I don't know. Wait, what do you call it? Like, prop is it cosmos prosthetics? Is that what they used Yeah, that's probably? the pro-
1: uh, Well, I think it was like at least for the final stuff it was definitely suits.
0: Yeah, I mean it was there was no CGI. Yeah. And that was what was crazy to me and it was it was crazy good looking but so disgusting. Oh my god, that movie grossed me out, I'm not going to lie. I'm just a very squeamish person. So watching that movie. What's funny is I don't do bad with gore. So I don't do bad with gore, but I think the the body transformation was just out of this world like weird for me it was i mean it was gross i don't know but that's that was my first impression obviously i mean that's not how i feel about the movie but i just thought it was like ooh. what What, what about you guys
2: okay i'll start by saying that 80s horror body transformation uh b-movie not that this was uh, so not this wasn't b-movie yeah. but it definitely had its b-movie elements Wait, all that b-movie not, I like not like yeah, not like the B movie. No, I know, I know, but what do
0: you mean B movie? Like, is that like a genre?
1: Yeah, it's like a type of movie.
0: Um I know this body transformation. It's, like a, it's like a low bu- like,
1: it's like low budget, really campy, pulpy like sort of movie, I feel like. That's what I
0: You would call this a bee, a B
1: movie? Sort of. It sort of has that feel to it. Well, especially agree. because Cronenberg, his early movies are all really low-budget, so it's, like, where he comes from. Okay,
0: I'll agree. High. You can tell it's a low-budget film. I'll agree with Oh, that.
1: no, this is actually, like, one of his highest budgets, oh. at least at that time. Oh, at that time. well, but I would say- He it... brings, like, you oh. can- he, he brings some of that, like, old sensibility when he was doing, like, low-budget films to this, I think. All right, and sorry, really ahead, tell that.
2: Anyway, yeah, so the, the 80s horror body transformation B-movie, again, not that this is a complete <laughs> B-movie, but definitely has its elements- None of that stuff is really my bag. Uh, yeah, me neither. And yet, I I really enjoyed The Fly. Um, I thought it was re- it was a really solid movie all the way through, and very economical, uh, mm-hmm. remarkably efficient, uh, which played to its benefit. A uh, uh, surprisingly funny movie, dude. Honestly, really was. I'm uh, with you on that. Um, surprisingly good dialogue, not just in realism, not not just how realistic the dialogue sounded, but also in some of the the philosophical observations the movie makes. Yep. Um, I thought the the acting, uh, w- was really fit the movie. Uh, Goldblum especially. Uh, For I sure. thought did did a great job, um, not not just in in or I, I say he did a great job, and in this type of movie you don't necessarily expect a a, a wonderful lead performance or a, a a lead performance that has to actually make a huge transformation besides you know the obvious body transformation, but I don't know. Goldblum is very impressive and shows great range here. Um, he starts as kind of this awkward, uh, socially inept genius that somehow sometimes does manage to be kind of suave. So he, he does a great job balancing that. Then once a transformation occurs, he's, mm-hmm. he starts bouncing off the walls, going crazy, hyper, but still keeps it mostly human. Uh, then he literally falls apart, not just in his body. You can really feel uh, his his essence kind of withering away, and that's really powerful to watch. Uh, and then by the end, he generates just intense or an immense amount of, of empathy as this non-human creature. Uh, while you still recognize that he is Seth, and that he was er- more arrogant and awkward than likable at the beginning. And yet, you know, you really feel for him by the end, and you're really invested in in his emotional arc and how that connects uh, with Veronica, their relationship. Another thing that's really strong, that in this type of movie, you don't really expect to feel so emotionally invested in, in a relationship, and yet you do, because the performances and the dialogue are pretty excellent for, uh, this, this genre, which usually, you know, those elements don't get the most care. Uh, so I think a lot of elements fuse together here, uh, to, to create a, a movie that, uh, holds up and that is more accessible to someone like me who generally isn't very interested in what this type of movie has to offer?
1: But don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would agree with a lot of what Caleb is saying. I also am not generally a fan of really like over the top 80s or like super pulpy, like B movie stuff. But um, I went for the fly. And yeah, a lot of that does have to do with Jeff Goldblum. I think he plays really well this character that gets just in over his head. And it's like a moment of irrationality causes his entire downfall. Um, I think my favorite part of the fly is actually how, how conservative it is with its gore to a, to an extent, just in the sense that mm-hmm. the focus of the movie isn't at all about the gore and that the focus of the movie is literally on this relationship and the The gore and everything that happens is just a part of that. Um, another thing that I really liked about it was that the traditional arc for this type of story is that it's about the science. Like, this is a very science fiction-y concept, and generally, like, it'd be something like, oh, like, science has gone too far, and now the science is fighting back. But this is really just about, like, just a coincidence that he, like, could not have seen coming. And that, I think, makes it all the more tragic. Um... So you don't think the movie
0: is saying anything about science? You don't think it's trying to make any points? Do you think it's just purely well, there no, as the I'm, background? Or I don't know. It's saying-
1: not, I, I mean, I've I haven't th- thought it super deeply about like a science angle, but I mean, in comparison to like a lot of other sci-fi movies, the focus isn't as like the focus isn't about what we've done with the science as much as the science as like a device for him to like exude this much empathy that for us to like have at the end and to talk about other topics that this movie is grappling with, like the AIDS epidemic and other like things that Cronenberg was obviously thinking about at the time of release. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. There's this one line at the end that I still like cannot get out of my head. It's um, a good line. It's when he's like, finally, He's essentially in his final stage of transformation and he's talking to Ronnie. I think he's telling her to get away from him because he'll hurt him and he says um I'm an insect who dreamt he was a man and loved it. But now the dream is over and the insect is awake. And it's just so it's just so sad. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was the way he delivered it too is pretty great. So
1: good so good jack goldblum also like really is perfect for this part like even in the beginning of the movie you can see how like buggy his eyes are like in the best way possible like he's he's got that sort of slight he's he manages to be slightly erratic and overly energetic yet still yeah like as caleb said suave at times and he's probably just like the perfect person to play this i could not imagine anyone else
0: yeah, I will agree with that. I think I think we should talk about a bunch of different components of the movie. Um and I think the acting choice. There was really only three characters in the whole film. Like at all, right? I mean What
2: about Tawny? Yeah,
0: Tawny. I mean like three major characters Thank you, the and the man who had
1: his hand the only two, broken off <laughs> Yeah, right, that guy.
0: Um but the, really the only two other the really two main characters. Also the real baboon. Seth Brundle and Veronica. Like that's all the real baboon. That's true. Um, but I mean, in the end, did you guys? Did you know that David Cronenberg was in the film? He was the gynecologist.
2: That's right.
3: Oh, did you know that that was him? No, I didn't. Damn, yeah. that's cool. No, I,
0: I was looking at the letterbox uh, uh, earlier, and I was like, David Cronenberg, wait, what? Like he's in this film. He just plays gynecologist. That's just what it says <laughs> on there. I thought it was funny. Um, Jeff Goldblum, awesome. I haven't seen a t- the, like terrible. Amount of his movie, so like I can, in the sense that you know, I, I can't, I just one of those actors that for some reason I always have a positive idea of, and I thought he was great in this as well. Um, I really liked how, like, con- like he was so quiet and reserved and awkward at the beginning, and he slowly got comfortable with her and opened up, and then, he, I mean, that seeing the, the difference between that in itself was was crazy but then seeing how much he was able to go from awkward to then less awkward and now you know in a relationship to then being this like crazy ass like fly like <laughs> it, it was crazy like he was going insane like it had to be like like I, I, I thought about this I really thought about this and I, I don't mean to knock anyone but I, I was looking at this and I, and I don't mean maybe it's not fair to compare because very different movies but I look at his kind of descent into what I will call insanity and I compare it to something like The Joker. And I think, God, this movie did it so much better. And I and I, I think that's unfair. I think there's different circumstances and different types of insanity and things like that. But maybe it was just Jeff Goldblum for me. Again, I'm not I love Walking Phoenix. I just thought I really believed it. Like I I, I didn't expect it to come. And, you know, maybe that has to do with the fact that I didn't know what the fly was, but I know what the Joker is going to be. So that could have some bias. I just thought seeing him go from this really quiet, awkward guy that felt very relatable in some ways. Like, oh, like, I I, I know people like this. I feel like I'm like this in some way. Seeing him open up with the girl and then seeing him. It, 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 I mean, he goes mad. I, I mean, you, you'd say he goes pretty insane, right? You know, it's not like him going insane as much as it is him transforming into, I guess, the mind of a fly. But... <laughs> I mean, I would say his descent into chaos is kind of crazy well done. I would say. I mean, do you guys agree with that? Do you, I mean,
1: yeah, I think I would definitely agree. And I think the mark that it was done well. And I think that, I think in something like this, what you want to do is be almost conservative enough with the transformation that it's believable it's still like push the limits of what you can do with it oh for sure and for sure um obviously Cronenberg pushes it with a lot of the physical aspects with the nails like squirting out one by one or the um the teeth um but in a way he's in a way he's almost compassionate in the way that he cuts pretty quickly from those things like there are some directors out there. Who would, like, stay like, on. Like, <laughs> if I, I don't want to talk about audition again, but Takeshi Miike would totally have made us linger and watched, like, all ten of his fingernails get peeled off one by one with, like, juice squirting out.
0: Yeah, they're um, pretty conservative about the moment. But they don't even show, like, they, they show it a little bit. Um, obviously, towards the end too. But the 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 scene that's supposed to make you really grossed out, where he throws up on his food and then oh yeah, it. they don't even show it on the, yeah. the, the the film that he's watching. In a
1: way, yeah, in a way
0: they were. It was conservative. It wasn't too much like, look at all this disgusting stuff we can you know make you see. It was definitely more, like,
1: yeah, I guess I guess the all of what was happening was conservative. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that he's building empathy even throughout this entire transformation when he's an arrogant prick simply through how he decides to cut it I think but mm. also um he he doesn't go too far every everything he does is believable even when he's insane he's only really insane for a bit and it's sort of believable even it just because it's a sci-fi yeah, I... movie it's a sci-fi concept that already suspends your disbelief and the, like I mean the, just the fact I guess my point final point is that the fact that you're able to keep empathy even through the end of the movie is A mark that this transformation was incredibly effective.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't mean to say I think he's like the Joker. Uh, I, I think very different, very different types of things that are happening. I just, I, I felt myself feeling like you said. I felt myself seeing this insane transformation. Watch him be a dick to, like, you know, to his girlfriend, uh, and all the things that are happening. I mean, and then try to kill people, and I still feel bad for him. So that's definitely a strength of the movie, right? Like, I'm, I'm still like, damn, dude, this guy's like – I I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there wishing that, that he figures it out. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thinking until the very last minute, maybe he'll figure this out. Maybe it'll be fixed. And then, of course, I'm just like, uh, okay, I guess <laughs> David Cronenberg is not this type of director. You know, he's not – there's no happy ending because this isn't a movie. You know, this is about a descent into – you know, one little scenario I guess that is I don't know. I I, I liked it a lot in that regard.
2: Yeah. Um I, I I essentially agree with with all of that. Um he both uh Cronenberg and, and Goldblum try to root um, each element, each aspect of the transformation um with some kind of physical trouble and so that i think kind of keeps it in in this realm of reality and yeah i mean you can you can tell that it's effective because you are so connected emotionally to to the fates of the characters which again uh feel like i'm repeating this a lot but in a movie like this a lot of times you don't end up caring so much about what happens uh so much as what you see or and you know the the shock or the gore the the sensationalism on screen tends to take the forefront but here you can tell it's very calculated very uh, efficient as i as i said so you could really just focus on what was important with the characters and you know that really pays dividends when I mean, by the end, with with an ending that is so powerful when um, when he puts when he he puts the gun up to his head or, f- or f- forces Veronica to to kill him, and then immediately after it just fades to black. There's nothing else to be yeah. said there. No, it's it's yeah. just you know that's the end, and and it hits.
1: Well, there is the fly too. I do have a question though. What was ev- what did everyone think? About the um the ex-boyfriend. Didn't like it. Like didn't like it or didn't like him?
2: I liked his name. I didn't like the character. Staph is (laughs) Borin's. Great name.
0: I I didn't like it. I just I don't know personally. I didn't it didn't really vibe with me well. I, I thought the the dialogue was weird between them and I thought it was like trying a little. I thought it, it felt a little too dry for. I I don't know. I I wasn't a. I also thought the ending was little. I I don't. I, I don't know. I I feel like this th- this guy's painted as an asshole the whole time. Like he, you know he's supposed to be this mean guy who's weird. He's he's in the woman's house that is not even his girlfriend anymore. He's begging this girl to take him back and like st- literally <laughs> stalking her at some points. And then, like, I, and maybe we're not supposed to feel like he's the hero, but towards the end, he's painted then as this, like, you know, now he's now he's this hero who's trying to save her. I don't know. I, I, I it, 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 it was my least favorite part of a movie that I otherwise felt was somewhat structured. I just didn't feel like it added too much to for me. But that's just me. I, I don't know what do you, what do you guys think about the ex-boyfriend
2: uh I think it added a mostly necessary dimension to the story because if you take him out then you know what then it's kind of have to be almost exclusively um, Seth and Veronica but then what happens to Veronica's character when uh, when she refuses to go into the teleporter and Seth kicks her out In in what situation are we? Is anything of substance going to be happening that is going to force her to be on screen and to force her character to continue uh, existing before she comes back? Without Stathis, there's probably a a big hole there, and uh, so practically, I I think
0: I'll say that he's needed. I agree; the character is needed in terms of the substance in terms of you know there needs to be a motive for jeff goldblum's character to go into the mm-hmm. teleporter in the first place there needs to be some conflict in terms of just like you know there's a lot of just this jealousy you know definitely a recurring idea i just don't i, I think i had more of an issue with the character of and i don't I, I don't know if it was the acting or the writing on the part i just thought you know his lines were weird i i I just felt it was a little odd I don't know I think he's necessary I, I do agree I don't disagree on that front I just thought i've re- like I, I i I have an issue with this movie actually in terms of i i wasn't as convinced the I, I thought the dialogue had at its moments um I didn't think it was that great like i I, I don't know I, I didn't feel like sometimes some of the discussions, Um, between the ex-boyfriend mostly. I think a lot of times he was in. I also did not, you know, but I don't want to get too much off topic because I want you to answer, Eric. Um, I was not a huge fan. I don't mean to hate on her. I was not a huge fan of Gina Davis. Um, I'm not saying I could name anyone better. I just thought, to me, this movie was carried by Jeff Goldblum just because I didn't really see my... I just didn't really identify with or connect with the other two characters as much, Um, especially in the moments of fear. I just didn't feel like I... Felt that from her more than I felt it from the movie. So, yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna say about that. I mean, we can get into a little bit of a debate about that, but do you I mean what do you, you want to say anything? Yeah,
1: I about? mean, I think the ex boyfriend is a really interesting character, even just in the sense as him as a foil for Jeff Goldblum's character. I mean, he is this person. I mean, even from the dialogue, he's. Sort of similarly weird, like obviously not to the same extent, but we still. get... He's a weird guy, right? (laughs) We get hints. I mean, we get hints of that, and um, but he's like in a position of power. He is like the big shot editor of this big shot magazine that um, that um, Jeff Goldblum's character wants to get his work published at. So there's this power dynamic there, but also one big foil, one big similarity between the two that I've really noticed about them. Was that oh, this idea of like sex is something that's like super commonly shared between them, just in the sense that in the entire first half of the movie, um, that ex boyfriend is like constantly asking Gina Davis's character for sex. And when yeah, when Jeff Goldblum true. becomes the fly, that is like one of his foremost requests to her because now he like has all this energy and all he can do is like ask, is like, is like. Is he wants more sex and that's what leads him to go get i think her name's tawny at the nightclub and try to pick people up um did you think that was for sex i didn't really in get part
0: the, in part you thought it was i i i wasn't sure whether or not that was like I, they they obviously have sex i think i didn't know if I mean, it was he
1: goes right after like he, he goes like Right after Gina says like she can't anymore, and he, I think he says like along the lines of like, well, I'll find someone who will or something like that. I don't. Think that's oh, oh no, who wasn't... will go into the teleportation machine? Yeah, but I, I I, it was definitely, it was definitely a thing, and I think the entire idea of like the pregnancy, um, yeah, the, that the... wild dream sequence, yeah, yeah, has is all tied into this like connection between those two men, and the comparison of him becoming the hero in the end in comparison to. Um, the fly creature is something that I haven't really entirely wrapped. What my do head
0: you What do me. you feel? Do you feel that the, the sex has any importance, or do you feel like the whole the scene about the like the abortion stuff? Do you feel like that is like what is is
2: it saying anything in particular? I think the the sex is very important. Um, if you think about why why does Seth go into the the teleporter in the first place um he it's not uh because and you see this a lot a a question of pride or hubris or he's like i i know the best thing and this is you know i i don't have to worry about anything and i'll take on science it's not that it's he's drunk and he thinks that uh veronica has just gone has left him to have yeah, sex with, yeah. yeah with, with Stathis, and so now because he's upset at that that's why he goes in so this whole movie just does, doesn't exist sex. if he doesn't make this decision and he makes the decision because of sex so i i mean you, you can't step away you can't move away from that idea at all which is and I guess that's the biggest reason why I don't think this is a commentary on like the the scientist who's gone too far, who thinks, uh, you know, who thinks he can play God and everything will be all yeah, right. I, I, don't, I don't think that's I what it is, and I think that's um, pretty good evidence.
0: Do you do you think this? You know, you were you were talking, Eric, that this was written at a time during the AIDS epidemic. Do you think there is anything? That's kind of mentioning that. Do you think the sex anything um, to do with that? Do you I, think the, the even the 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 fly the the transformation into this? Do you think is any commentary on that, or do you think? I it's read just a little a- into
1: this, and it's like a pretty, um, standard viewpoint on the film. But I don't think apparently Cronenberg had no idea, so it's not anything intentional. But a lot of the stuff about the body transformation, and I think especially. The seclusion that happens to him after yeah. is the main connection there. I mean, I think this is a film. Yeah,
0: I and I, I don't think he's trying, especially with how the person gets to a point where he wants to turn people into his kind. I don't think he's. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's making a comment mm-hmm. that people with AIDS are. Yeah, neg- he's not uh, negative. I think there are still con- those connections in terms of the things that are happening to him. Yeah, yeah. look like it's that you know, in that realm. So when I when I was reading some reviews about that too, I, I thought, oh, you know, I, I kind of see that, you know, make makes sense. Um, but yeah, um, I, what, what, do you, what do you guys feel about the ending? Um, before we, you know, we had a few minutes left uh, before we really give our reviews of it, um, our ratings, I should say. Uh, I'm going to play Devil's Advocates what I think your two opinions are. Um, it's not even Devil's Advocates. It's actually my opinion. I didn't like the ending. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like... Th- I, I wasn't a fan. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the Cut to Black. Um, I was I was left with more questions. I, I This whole situation with the baby was a huge plot point going in. I I thought that was just kind of hung there. I mean, I guess it plays for the plot device of him kidnapping her and then... You know him when he that was a back. dream. No, no, she's right. pregnant. The,
1: oh, oh, she. Yeah, but remember pregnant?
0: the the, yeah. the afterwards the car scene. That's why he kidnaps her and everything like that because he's like, you can't kill it. It's the only thing human to me left. Oh, but I think right, it was that's yeah. an awesome scene. Yeah. I love that. I love that that, that that's the only thing human to me left. I just like felt. I I felt like, <laughs> it. I felt like it for a movie that is not built on action. You know, it's not built on on this on this intense thing. Of, you know, stereotypical action. I felt like the last five minutes were all action. And it was great. Great, It was well done. I, I thought it was great. Watching him morph with that teleporter was heartbreaking. And watching him, you could literally see, like, him wanting to... And then, like, pulling the gun up to his head. Like, it was great. I just didn't like where it ended off. And I don't know what I would have wanted. I just didn't feel as satisfied. I, I don't know why... Um, I just felt like something was missing.
2: Also on on the child front, I think how it ends or where it ends and how it abruptly ends. Uh, if you consider the child there, that, that is, I think pretty affecting you. You realize that, um, first and foremost, child's father will not be in its life. That's pretty sad. Um, and then it, Cronenberg leaves you questioning, you know, will this child even get to have a normal life of its own? Will it be human or will it have to suffer the same fate that Seth suffered? And you saw firsthand how painful that was, not only for Seth, but for everyone who cared about him, uh, which I guess is just Veronica. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that... That does leave you with some, some, some tough things to to think about and consider, and I think adds some weight to the story. Uh, as far as the action of the ending, I agree that mo that this you know is certainly not an action movie, nor is it action based. And while there is a lot going on at the end, I don't think that's ever really the focus. You know, it's they're not really f- focusing on the gun or on you know the the disintegration of bodies it's really just on the characters and especially you know when uh when Seth raises the gun uh raises the gun in Veronica's hand to his head that's not about the gun it's not about the bullet that will inevitably yeah. be fired that's just about their relationship and both of them understanding that it has to end here which is it's heavy stuff and really well done
1: yeah actually the gun's a huge symbol in the end, too, just in the sense of... I, I, I'm i spitballing here, but as, like, a phallic symbol. Like, if this is an entire movie where his downfall is sort of this, like... Uh, like, I, it's sort of, like, his, like, male, like, insecurity. Mm-hmm. She is the one who finally ends him with the gun, and it's not the other guy who has it either. He is, like, on yeah, the floor. He <laughs> lost, like, a... He is, like, unable yeah. to do that. So, but... Other than that, I do agree that the ending goes full, f- not full, but, like, definitely a lot more, like, campy. Like, I don't know if I'm using that term yeah, correctly. No, I, I... And I, I do sort of get what you're saying, because I sort of felt the same way, just being a little off-put that, by that. But I I do agree that I really like the where it decided to end off. This is ultimately a movie that's about um Seth Brundle. It's about his reckoning with his transformation and it's an, enti- it's an entirely movie about him and I don't know if we got to see enough of the other characters like in in like a good way in the sense that like the, the movie was so full fo- so solely focused on him that I don't know they could have that they could have in good faith created another scene at the end to cap it off that wasn't just his end
0: here here's my my struggle with that I agree but I also disagree only because of this I would want it to be that ending if the movie was only about Seth Brundle. Here's the issue. There were plenty of scenes, especially towards the last 30 minutes, that I felt like you didn't see much of him. You, you, you There was that whole segment where you have this the abortion dream and you have hit her with the boyfriend. And I was kind of upset a little bit that we weren't seeing. One thing I, I want to say is that I got drawn out a little bit only because – the scenes where she kept coming back, it got into a very, I think, stereotypical, like, this this blocking where she'd come back, he'd change a little bit more, he'd make a joke about himself, she'd get scared and leave. It felt very formulaic to me. I felt like that drew me out because it. I wanted to see more of him transforming. I wanted to see more, I like, the, the bathroom scene was great, him by himself discovering. I wanted to see more of that. I wanted to see more of him, like, discovering this and i enjoyed the scenes that were full of him discovering this like the 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 little two minutes of him swinging around the bars finding the strength that's a great scene i want more of that i got drawn out by the fact that i don't at the end of the day i don't i don't care too much about the other people like i i know i should but if you're gonna make this movie about seth brundle i just thought there was a little too much especially in the last 30 minutes that diverged away from him. And I get it's a plot device too. It's the the whole baby thing. Maybe the dream sequence. I don't know if it was necessary. I, I just felt like I under, I agree with you. Leaving it where it ended. Could be good. It is good. But only if the movie was more about just Seth Brendel.
1: I guess I can see where you're coming from. I guess why I thought it worked was simply because it's a this is a movie that still is about Seth Brundle because everything he's not in is still about Seth Brundle. It's Mm -hmm. sort of about the way his transformation and like what he's done, um, like intentional or not has uh, incredible effects on the other people in his life. Um, But I also do agree that I, I think some more, um, some more scenes of him, like, discovering his like body transformation would have been welcome but i guess as i've already said before this might not be like a legit reason to say too many times but it's like it's sort of compassionate to him he is Mm -hmm. he's realizing the mistake he's made he doesn't really want people to see him because he's ashamed of himself this is like his big mistake his um this is just his big mistake like literally just written all over his body um and I think showing, like, the effect on other people is almost the film's way of helping him out by giving him some some much-needed privacy as he figures things out.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to I ask one thing before we move in, because we're getting close to that time uh, to our final thoughts and ratings. Um, do you have any issues in terms of the plot? And more specifically... Did it seem a little weird to you? And I think this was, this was a thought that kept popping up to me during the movie. I don't think it hurt the movie as much, but I definitely thought about it. I was like, you know, in the beginning it made sense. Cause he was, he was like, oh wow, you, you are purified, you know, but after he started realizing I'm in trouble, like, you know, there was, and I think he was combating cause part of like half of him or maybe even smaller knew he could needed to like fix himself. The other, most of it was like, you know, like let's transform. Um, did you th- think the movie suffered from the fact that there was no real attempt by him to try to fix himself? Like, he, it, it's, like, never. Like, I, the two, they talk about doctors and stuff. But I'm thinking there, I'm sitting there thinking, could you, like, try to fix yourself by tell, doing this or that? And towards the end, the, you know, he does it. He wants to in his own morbid way of sinking three people together, which I don't even want to know what that would look, how that would work. That would be weird um interesting thought but I, I I was a little disconnected on the thought that I was like I don't know if any of these beha- people are behaving how real people in this situation what granted what the hell would real people in this situation behave like um I don't know did, what, did you have any thoughts on that or do you think the way they did it was pretty Well
2: outside? one thing that's established is that the science uh in uh one thing that's established is that the science. <laughs> We just had a moment.
0: uh, Caleb just touched Eric's leg. It was pretty, pretty great. He
2: just like (laughs) inner thought. There goes my everything. I was (laughs) saying one moment. That one thing. One blah. blah. One thing that's established is that the science with this teleporter is um, more advanced than than what exists outside his lab. Well, he doesn't even understand it. Yeah, too. it's like, right. So oh, yeah. So I think you can assume that anything that comes from the teleporter is not going to be solved by you know your doctor. So I think that's probably implied. Um, then, if you map through the story, it starts off. He just seems like, oh, I just have a lot of energy. I feel great. I feel pure. I feel better like this is I'll be here forever and nothing to worry about. Then things start to get a little worse that the audience can tell. But Seth doesn't ever seem to well not ever, but he initially doesn't seem too worried by these changes. He's, you see the effects. You see him, you know, becoming manic and and, you know, boisterous. But he doesn't ever make that a problem. Not ever. Not, no he doesn't make it a problem until uh, he starts really falling apart. And then you know he he brings, you know he brings, I guess bringing back Tawny's kind of in the middle there. Uh, then he really starts to fall apart and I guess he he does kind of accept his fate initially because I think the science is so overmatched and he realizes whatever's going to happen to him is going to happen to him. And then when he's right up against death's door, he's like, "Wow, I don't want to die," and is willing to sacrifice the individual life of Victoria and his un- and their unborn child. And, I mean, that plays into into the tragedy of it all, perhaps more than anything.
0: I think that that fear of death was something I really did like too. Just that, like you, the way like he. It, he never really like grasped it until the very end and like he then he wanted it and it was it was crazy. It was yeah, I yeah, that's all I'll say. Um should we move to final words? Yeah, about it? Let's okay. Do it. Um who wants to start? How should we do this? I guess I'll start. I'll start. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> what did I like and dislike about this movie? Um what I liked this film grossed me out, and I like that. You know why? Because it hasn't been done to me before, really. I, I, really was the 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 costuming, the you know whatever it is, cosmetics. Wow, amazing! You know, it looked real, and it, it scared the hell out of me. It was so gross to look at. It, that that did not detract anything. The fact that I was grossed out with anything added to this movie. Um, I love Jeff Goldblum. Um, I, I loved his character as a whole. I did like his relationship with Veronica. I thought that was awesome. I I really liked that this movie was, in my opinion, vague in its theme. I thought there were a lot of themes you could apply, maybe aging, maybe death, maybe, you know, you know, like we said, the comparisons to AIDS and cancer and stuff like that. I think there's a very open ended in that way. And everyone might get a little diff- something different out of it, which might be typical of most movies, I guess. But I just felt like it was it felt good in that way. Um... I I I enjoyed it. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. What didn't I like? Um, wasn't a big fan of the script as much uh, as maybe you guys were. I just felt it was a little too. I I my biggest my biggest issue was that there was a clashing of themes, right? Like I thought there was this kind of like humorous, like you know what you describe as campy humor, or like you know just like I don't know, like zany. It was like a zany, like it. It was good. But then I have this other side coming in where it's just like kind of seriousness, this guy undergoing this crazy, you know, life altering transformation. I felt like those tones conflicted at times where I didn't like it. You know, when she kept rediscovering him, I thought it got a little formulaic in the fact it was like, oh, look, he's changed a bunch more and he's going to make another joke. I, I don't know. It it was interesting. I, I would have liked the humor was good. I liked that it was funny, but I thought sometimes the humor was a little much. Um, I thought it, it it made it feel like – it made me – yeah, it made me take – it made me think for a second, like, all right. Like, come on. Like, I, I just kind of was like, all right. Um, I, yeah, I, I would change the ending probably or just change parts of the movie to fit the kind of how I'd want the ending to be overall. um, I I did enjoy the movie. I I just was left with a little bit of you know kind of things that I wasn't a huge fan of, and I and I, I really thought that the movie had its moments where I really like. I can remember specific quotes. You know, the whole I love the the insect politics line too was great. Um, I love the the part where they're talking about going crazy over the flesh and talking about teaching the computer that. But uh, overall, there were still a few things that uh. I just wasn't a huge fan of. With that, uh, I rate uh, The Fly uh three and a half stars. All right.
1: Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, um, The Fly is a film that I greatly respect. I think I've sort of discussed some of those reasons on here. I think it has some palpable themes about, yeah, like death, things like other issues going on in the world. We talked about the AIDS epidemic. Um, I really like these sort of body horror movies, and I really like that this is one that managed to maintain those elements while keeping a strictly human-centric, relationship-centric narrative and focus to it. Um, speaking of that, I really like the way the film is, yeah, just focused on the relationship, and it it knows when to give and take with its horror elements. Um, at the end of the day... I agree with some of what Zach said, just in the sense that these like B movie type things at the end, they still aren't super my thing. Um, I can definitely, the fly had its great moments. Like I, I already talked about that line. Like the insect is awake, Um, but maybe not something that I fully, fully just like feel throughout my body. Um, But yeah, I agree. Three and a half stars.
2: All right, uh, a few things that I didn't like that I haven't really gotten the chance to speak about tonight. Uh, the dream sequence, wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah. Didn't think it was super necessary. Didn't think it added a whole lot. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't a one-off, that it wasn't purely a dream, that at least she was pregnant uh, in in real life, or else that would have been a really poor choice. Mm-hmm. Um not much is made of the computer, which I find a little odd. It's definitely exists to be this expository device, but it's it's pretty smart. It, you know, Seth can just like type in questions of difficult difficulty and difficult difficulty. <laughs> nice. Um, of, of sizable difficulty that require interpretation and the computer can immediately just spit back uh, results as if it's human. It's like a, a better version of Siri which, um, yeah. I don't know, See, again, it's not a big element, and the computer is mainly there to to provide information to the audience, but I still, something felt a little weird with how powerful that seemed. Um, and as far as the effects go, overall, I thought the makeup was great, especially for the time. Uh, the All the execution, I guess, was... Well done, but I guess the specific effects didn't do much for me. Like glowing,
3: yeah. <laughs> like
2: when the teeth are falling out, that didn't yeah. really do much for me. The ear falling off didn't do much for me. The vomit rarely moved me. The nails, the nails, mm-hmm. the nails did stuff. The nails, that was, that was pretty gross. Um, <laughs> but that's that's the stuff that uh, I didn't love. I've already talked a bunch about what I did like, but again. I, I did think this was a pretty funny movie. One line uh, after Seth, you know, literally breaks almost entirely breaks off the hand of the guy who's arm wrestling. Tawny outside asks him, are you a bodybuilder or something? And he says, yeah, I build bodies. I take them apart and put them back together. Again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like <laughs> that was definitely the funniest line.
0: Probably just, in film. Yeah.
2: just really funny. <laughs> um, And what sets this movie apart from films of its kin is the emotional bond between Seth and Veronica. Some beautiful, tender moments that really tie the film together. When she first sees him in his terrible form and he tells her to stay away uh, because he might be contagious. Uh, Initially, she obliges, but ultimately she can't help but embrace him. That's great. Um, A little bit earlier when he's in his frenzied state and he kind of snaps at her, forcing her to leave and telling her not to come back. I don't know. You feel feel bad about that because you think that they are supposed to be together. Um, In the same kind of chunk of dialogue as the insect politics and the the dream is over, the insect is awake, Uh, in that same bit... When he says, "I'll hurt you if if you stay," because he's turning into this insect and he can't control himself, and you know, as much as you want them together, it seems like there's no way for it to work. That's super affecting, and it all gets tied together uh, with with the beautiful ending that I think cuts off right where it should. So, talking about this movie has actually made me like it a little more. Uh, I'm going to keep the rating I had after watching it, but this discussion has made me think that uh, upon rewatch, I might bump it a half star, but for now, I will give The Fly three and a half stars. Wow,
0: all three, three and a half. I think that's the first time that's happened.
1: Great minds think alike.
0: Great minds <laughs> do think alike. I'd get in a teleporter with you guys. What do you think we'd be like as three morphed beings? Would we, would we be, like, super intelligent? Would it take the average of all of us? Because if so, you guys are screwed. Like, <laughs> I'm going to bring us way down.
1: Well, I mean, in real life, we would never survive. Like, if you just spliced all oh, our DNA together. How would, how would don't the DNA that. splicing even work three ways? Like, would it just take one for me? <laughs> Nobody, Nobody d- understands the technology, the, it, yeah, but it
0: works. True. The computer does. So just ask Siri. Yeah, I guess
2: why. Why don't you just ask the computer?
1: Yeah. Oh, 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 Yeah, oh. wait,
2: why didn't <laughs> <laughs>
0: Computer, can I undo this?
1: <laughs> Do a control Z, Control Z. <laughs> there was also something
0: very humorous, I gotta say, about that computer being like, what was it? It was like, Fly, not in Brunman. Brunman in Fly. That's <laughs> like, like, no, my, my last name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Now Brand- you can Brand- actually Brand- dox it. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I, I the computer with saying nothing. I I got to chuck a lot of that out of that line. I thought it was pretty funny. It was a serious
1: moment. I also just came up with another amazing animal. Um, what the frogs <laughs> in Magnolia? I don't want to say anything about it, but damn, those are some that holy frogs.
0: Some holy frogs. All right. Well, on that note, uh, it's been a, it was that was a great that was a good episode. You know, I love talking about the fly. It's a good discussion. I hate you so much. Uh, but with that, uh, we're going to bid you adieu, and we will see you next time.
2: Have a blessed eve, and for all of us, eat some applesauce.